on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Andy and DJ Cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. It's been a minute. The man, it's been too long. Yeah. There's my handsome co-host, DJ. That's him right there. What's up, guys? Um, it has been too long, dude. Last week, we, I was on vacation. This week, uh, we had full length to start the week. I, instead of starting with CTI, feel I, it's got me feeling all kinds of weird ways. I feel like I, I need a therapy session. You know, I need, yeah. I need, I, that's what this is. Well, that's the thing, too, man. It's like, you know, you guys got to remember, like, there's other things that are to happen. Like, it's not just we record the show every day. Yeah, you got fucking fifty million I, businesses you operate. Yeah, I'm run. not just a, a podcaster. Right, right. It's so, funny I mean, when people describe me like in the press and shit. Like Andy they say, the podcaster, podcaster Andy Priscilla. I'm like, yeah, thanks. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to take that. Yeah, like, I, I don't know how to take that as like. When I think of podcaster, I think of the guy who drinks IPAs. And well, then I look at Rogan. I'm like, well, fucking, they call Rogan a podcaster. He's doing pretty fucking good. I don't, but see, I don't call Rogan a podcaster. No, I think he's good at all kinds of different shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he ha who has a podcast. He just so happens to have yeah. a podcast. Like I don't like. It's funny because these motherfuckers say shit, and they're like, "Oh, Andy for solo podcaster." It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an insult. I actually, I don't think that's a compliment. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It, it also, but it kind of makes me feel like a compliment too because the show's gotten so fucking big. Yeah, for sure. That people associate with me with a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, that's, that's kind of cool too. That's one way to look at it. You know, I mean, I know I don't have any talent, but all these guys that produce this amazing show do. Yeah, for make sure. me look and sound real good every day, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, thanks, guys. Especially Joe. Fuck Keith. Huh? That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's been now, a minute, but we got it. We're yeah. Here. Just as a reminder, if this is your first time listening to the show, we do have multiple formats of the show. You're hearing CTI today. That stands for Cruise the Internet. That's where we put up topics on the screen. We talk about them. We uh, tell some jokes. We, we, we have some cultural humor. Um, <laughs> and we talk about what may be true and what may not be true. And we kind of try to just shed the light of fucking common sense on what the fuck is going on in the world. But other times when you tune in, we have different formats. So sometimes you're going to tune in and you're going to see Q&AF or hear Q&AF. That's a question and answer format. Uh, you could submit your questions, which we answer live on the show. Uh, and you can do that a couple different ways. The first way is you could submit them. Guys, email those questions into askandy at andyforcello.com. Or uh, now that we're on YouTube, we've been on YouTube for a couple months now. Um, you could drop them in the comment section underneath the Q&AF episodes. And we'll pull some questions from there as well. I really enjoy the Q&AF episodes. It's a way for me to interact with you guys and share some of my 24 years of uh, business and life experience with you guys. And uh, it, it's our personal development sort of version of the show or part of the show, I guess. Uh, other times you tune in, we have Real Talk. Real Talk is just five to 20 minutes of like, some people would call it a rant, but really it's more like a speech. It's just shit that I think you need to hear. Uh, and then we have Full Length. And Full Length is like, you know, where we have a, a guest come in and we have a conversation just like almost every other podcast on the planet. So uh, we do a lot of different things here. Uh, the focus is entrepreneurship, business and personal development. CTI is relevant to that because if we don't know what's going on in the world and if the world, if we lose our freedom and when our world gets fucked up uh, because we're too busy over here trying to focus on building business and becoming ballers and all the shit that we actually want to do, um, we can't do it. 
So a lot of you guys will message me and you're like, fucking stick to your Q&AF. Or your per- you're the best at personal development. Why don't you just do what the fuck you're good at? Well, hey, dumbass, uh, just so you know, if we don't have fucking freedom, we can't do that shit. Mm-hmm. So we like to talk about it all on the show. Yeah. We're going to start today. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're not going to start today. We're going to pick it up today. Mm-hmm. I miss the CTIs, no, bro. Dude, they're, <clears throat> they're absolutely necessary. I love it. Yeah. But um, you got to remind people, though. Oh, oh yeah, there's a fee. Great thing. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's the other part of the show. You, there's a fee, right? Like we don't we don't uh I don't take money from advertisers. Right? You don't see me reading ads on the show. I've never done this. Um for the size of the show that we have on an audio platform, I could make eight figures on this show easy just by reading some shit about some shit that I don't use, don't plan to use, never used. And uh you know, you guys would know none the better. That's not how we do things. If you ever hear me advertise for something, it's because it's something I use, but you, I've never done it yet, and I don't plan on doing it. And it's shit. Yeah, well, that's different. That's different. <laughs> See, like, if I were to do ads, yeah, right. it would definitely <laughs> be for something that I actually enjoyed, you see? Okay, but real quick, how do you get, your, how, how do you get that to be so loud, the crack of the can? Why was that? Like, I feel like it's louder when you do it. Well, if you're going to endorse something, you got to be good at it, right? Uh, yeah, that's, that's step one. Okay. But I'm not endorsing. This is, <laughs> this is, I'm not being paid for this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but if I were right. to run ads, it definitely would probably be for this amazing first form energy drink that I'm drinking right now. 100%. Yeah. I wouldn't even be mad at it. Yeah. I mean, but anyway. It's funny because some of you guys on YouTube, you don't clear, you don't clearly don't understand how YouTube works. Those ads they play in the video, uh, those, those those are not people paying me to run those no, no. ads. For, more importantly, those are those ads are targeted for you specifically. Yeah, like so if you're getting like I grandma, saw dude, I saw a dude post, why am I getting weight loss at? Well, probably because you're fucking fat, bro. Right, right, fucking computer knows right, it. Right. Like, or, or why why is uh, Stephanie's fucking mom 2.3 miles away well hey listen that's because of all the other shit you're looking at that's what i'm saying that ain't, ain't me no, dude that ain't us yeah. that ain't us no bro it's crazy the, the internet's crazy like they blame you for everything yeah, they're right. watching your shit right. i'm learning about youtube and it's really interesting i like it a lot but um it, some of y'all are interesting <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah well you, you ready to get into this you ready right, to cruise you, you know i'm you know, I just took a drink of this drink, and man, I'm fucking ready now. I took a lot of drinks of yeah. this, and I'm ready, ready. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into this. Guys, remember, as always, if you want to see any of these articles, uh, links, pictures, videos, go to andyfacella.com. You can find them there. Um, or you can drop down in the description below, and you can find all the links there for you. Um, but with that being said, let's get right into it, man. Headline number one. Y'all got some new graphics. Yeah. So new graphics on the show, dude. Yeah, see, yeah, I don't watch our YouTube show. So do these the people see these things? Mm-hmm. Look at that production value going up. Oh, right, listen, it looks good. The guys, are we doing an okay job? Let us know in the comment. I mean, is, how does it look to you guys? I would say that everybody's doing an okay job except you. Well, I mean, yeah. listen, <laughs> I got, I got, I got what six, five days left of what Black History Month. Oh, oh, so I'm gonna go out strong. All right, oh. <laughs> we'll go out strong. We're gonna start right now today. <laughs> I got his ass. <laughs> oh my Let's god! Let's get started, man. You know we got to record another show after this. Too, yeah, we right? do. Yeah. yeah, we do. We got we got one. So try not to piss me off too bad. <laughs> <laughs> See, people don't realize how the fuck this goes. 
So we record uh, a couple days a week, the whole week's worth of shows. Right. And so when we record CTI, it usually goes one of two ways. It's either like super fun. And like, I walk out and I'm like, that was funny as fuck. And we had a good time. Yeah. Or I walk out and I'm like, fuck everybody. <laughs> and then we got to record another show right afterwards. Yeah. And people, it's usually Q and AF and people are like, God damn, why is he so fucking angry? <laughs> yeah. Right. Fuck it. Go in. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But, uh, but let's get into this, man. This, this first headline guys, this is right here in our own backyard. So I figured we had to cover it. Headline number one reads. Uh, Missouri AG gives the St. Louis prosecutor less than 24 hours to resign or get the boot. Okay. Now this came out yesterday. Um, just a quick little background on it. Okay. So attorney general Andrew Bailey, um, who's a Republican for the state of Missouri has given St. Louis circuit attorney, Kim Gardner, an ultimatum resign by noon on Thursday or be removed from the office. Uh, Bailey shared the news in a brief series of tweets posted on Wednesday evening, uh, threatening to use the power of his own office to oust her if she refused to leave her office voluntarily. Here's the original tweet from Attorney General Andrew Bailey he says, quote, we are given Kim Gardner until noon tomorrow to resign. If she refuses, she will face immediate removal proceedings in the form of a writ of quo warranto um, brought by our office. He continues, he says, as a G, I want to protect the people of St. Louis, and that includes protecting victims of crimes uh, and finding justice for them. He says, instead of protecting victim, victims, Circuit Attorney Gardner is creating them. My office will do everything in its power to restore order and eliminate the chaos in St. Louis caused by Kim Gardner's neglect of her office. Um, now, there's, there's a lot of things that she's done wrong, right? But the kind of, I guess, the, the, the tip, the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back um, is this case. The article reads, it says, the case that spurred Bailey into action uh, was the Saturday car crash that resulted in a 16-year-old um, girl, Janae Edmondson, a volleyball player from Tennessee, losing both her legs. Uh, Edmondson in St. Louis with the family for a volleyball event was walking back to her t hotel when she was struck by a car. That car was allegedly driven by 21-year-old Daniel Riley, who was supposed to be on house arrest with a GPS bracelet awaiting trial for an armed robbery that he allegedly committed in August of 2020. The trial, which was scheduled for July of 2022, was postponed because Gardner's office was, quote, not prepared to move forward with the prosecution. And in the seven months since, he received the GPS monitor. He reportedly violated the terms of his monitoring over 40 times. The most recent violation took place just five days prior to the hit and run. Um, according to Dude, report, this is fucking infuriating. It's, like, it's, I'm, it's insane. The more you're reading it, I'm getting fucking pissed. It's insane. Keep going. Um, but according to the report <laughs> from local NBC affiliate KSDK, our local news channel here, uh, says the circuit attorney's office had not filed any motions with the court to have Riley's bail revoked. A memo from Gardner's office pinned the blame on the court, claiming that the judge was also aware of the violations and bore sole responsibility for allowing Riley to remain free on bond. That's not how it works. And everybody's jumping on a case, right? This is uh, Tashara Jones, who the mayor of St. Louis City. I don't personally like either. Um, but she's even throwing him under the bus. <clears throat> there is no throwing her under the bus. She did the shit. Yeah. She's, dude, listen, this woman has destroyed our city for the last however many years. 
She corrupted the, the, the systems of our political process here and lied to get a governor of our entire state. The most popular governor that ever fucking existed. She made up shit, made it up, admitted that she made it up and mm -hmm. was fined $750 while our governor, Eric Greitens, was removed from office, publicly humiliated. Uh, dude, they're going to be a lawsuit over what they did in the primaries where they, they court. Now, I'm not saying this because I know Eric. The court admitted seven days after the primary that this shit was made up about him this second time. This woman is responsible for almost all of that. And guess who fucking put her there? George Soros. Oh, I got all of it, baby. Okay, so keep going. Yeah, so... so I got a whole lot to say about this, dude. Yeah, so the attorney general gave her 24 hours, right? So that would have been up at noon uh, today when the show was recorded, all right? Um, a couple of hours before that show, uh, before that deadline, um, Kim Gardner calls a press conference amid mounting calls for resignation, threats of removal. Now, here's the thing. She called the press conference for 2.30 this afternoon. Well, I don't know about you, but deadlines mean fucking deadlines, right? Um, it was the latest update, breaking news, I guess, if you want to call it that. Missouri AG just fired the Democratic Attorney General. Uh, he did? He just fired her. Yeah. That's fucking good. she missed her 12, 12 o'clock deadline. Good. Yeah. She refused to resign over public outcry. Um, gave her the noon deadline. She refused to volunteer. He fired her nine minutes later. Nine minutes later. That's the way the law should fucking work. Yep. Okay, dude, we have a, do you have more? Well, I was just saying, I mean, she has a long history, right? Like, I wanted to kind of give the people the yeah. context, right? So, I mean, um, she's been accused of, of, of hiding evidence, trying to get a man, uh, his conviction overturned. She admitted to the rule violations and handling of the Eric Greitens case. That's what I was just saying. Could face um, reprimand. Her reprimand yeah, was a $750 fucking fine. That's it. She ruined this dude's career. She ruined his fucking life. Not to mention the FBI agent that got uh, there was a whole bunch of them. pleaded guilty to seven counts yeah. of witness tampering, evidence tampering, that all involved in that. Um, a drug dealer that confessed to selling prescription drugs, but she let him walk free. Uh, what about that guy? The Xavier Uganda, the seven-year-old kid that yeah. was killed in the drive-by that uh, the man- He admitted it. Came in and confessed to it, and she said there wasn't enough evidence. You know, and she's tied in with Soros, obviously, you know? So, I mean, there, there is a lot surrounding this, but. Dude, you should speak on this first, bro, because here's the truth. You come from these communities. Yep. You come from this community. I didn't grow up in the city of St. Louis. I grew up outside the city of St. Louis. What's your opinion on this? Well, I'll, I'll say this first and foremost. I'm, I'm glad that she's out, but I will also say that it, that should have happened. She should have never been in. And one thing that, that bothers me, man, is that we, and we see, because she's not the only one. These, these Soros prosecutors, they're, they're all over in all of these major cities that just so happen to be black community hubs, right? Where the crime rate's out the fucking roof, poverty's low, um, or I guess high in that sense. <clears throat> you know, and so it, it bothers me that there's this like constant cycle of we're screaming for help. People like her come in saying, well, I'll help fix it. But instead of fixing it, they make the problem a thousand times worse. One thing that I am happy to say, and I guess see, is that I am starting to see the black community finally understand, okay, shit, yeah, like, it's fucked up. And not only is it fucked up, who's fucking it up and who, whose fault it really is. Um, and I've been seeing a lot more of that. Uh, the local you know, Voice of the People page, there's people on there that are talking about this and like, yeah, she needs to be out. They're not trying to play the race identity politics. Um, because that's all it is. And I think, you know, 
that's what my hope, I guess, is for the black community the most. Like, we have to get past this. Uh, I can do no wrong because of my skin color bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what bothers me the or, most. Or 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 I think also the attitude because this is a this is something that I see unique in the black community. For example, if this were me and I lived in the city of St. Louis mm-hmm. and there was a white prosecuting attorney who did not prosecute the violent criminals in our city and let these criminals run free. And that meant that my nephews and my nieces are in the middle of bullshit all the time. We got a safe, tr- can't yeah, go to dinner. Bro, bro we got. We can't got, walk across the street. Yeah, dude, it's keeping our communities a fucking war zone. Let's yeah, just be absolutely. real. Absolutely. Okay. St. Louis is no stranger to being at the very top of the list of the murder capital in the United States per capita. Mm-hmm. We're, we're there every year. Every year I've been alive, we've been there. All these democratic cities are in the same situation that St. Louis is in. St. Louis has just been that way for longer. Right. <clears throat> now, if this were a white person doing this, there's no part of me in my DNA or in my belief system or in my any, anything that would say, oh, well, this is okay because that person's white. Right. And there, that's, a, that's an attitude in the black community that confuses me. I don't understand that. I don't understand why you would protect someone who's hurting your own people intentionally. Because, dude, she's not working for you, bro. She's working for George Soros. 100%. The same as all of these other prosecutors in all of these Democrat cities. And we keep seeing the black community vote Democrat over and over and over again because that's what they're supposed to do. And as we've talked on this show for years and years and years, bro, they come in every fucking two or three years and they say, look what the fucking conservatives did. Look what, look what the white people did to you. Only they're working for the fucking most evil kind of white people because those white people that they are working for are intentionally paying these people to go into office and then to not prosecute crime and to let crime run rampant. And you guys think that these people are for you and you want to protect them because they happen to be as tan as you. Right. Like, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about melanin in our fucking skin. Something completely out of our control. So we're going to defend someone who's putting our family at risk, who's putting our cities and creating our cities to be crime cesspools and war zones and not hold the evil people that commit crimes in our cities accountable so that the rest of us who are good people, regardless of what level of tan that we have, can live a peaceful life. That's something that confuses me about the black community. I've never understood that. And I think a lot of it has to do with the double standards amongst race that exist in society. Well, it's the chokehold on race and like how highly we hold that as important when really it's not important at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the, 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 the skin color, like for, for me personally, it means nothing. And it shouldn't mean anything Well, the to reason anybody. it means nothing to you is because you're mixed race. Well, I mean, I think that's part of it, but like ultimately what if, like- Okay, what if you fucking went mm-hmm. and told your, your black friends that you were proud of your white part of you? White, oh, yeah, no, that ain't happening. Can't happen, yeah. 
Now we see black people all day long, bro. When they win and they do shit, good, which by the way is cool. I like to see it too. Yeah. But let's say we have influencers like P. Diddy and Jay-Z, right? Mm -hmm. Who are fucking great examples of American success. The, mm -hmm. Well, that's debatable. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. They, they came from nothing. They're successful. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not going to judge how they got there or whatever, bro. Yeah. I bought more rap albums than fucking anybody listening to this shit. All right. <laughs> yeah. But when they win, if you look at their pages, they say black excellence. Mm -hmm. They hashtag black excellence. Now, let me ask you a real question. Now, what if I won? What if like when I take a picture of the cool shit that I do and I say white excellence? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. But that's the thing. It's like, but, but here, but the point I'm making here is that people that are white, people that are just like me, we've never been allowed to say, oh, dude, I love being white. Right. Or I, white, being white is amazing. Like, we, my whole entire life, if you would have said that, you'd been called a racist. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's not really an option, right? Like, right. so, like, I don't. So your success was never attached to this identity. No. Right. Like, I don't even fucking think of it. It's the same thing that you're saying. Like, I don't right. think about it. No. And dude, what's created this shit, in my opinion, is that, you know, like when I graduated high school, I was one of the last years of desegregation in mm -hmm. our city of St. Louis. So we used to have deseg where kids would come in from the city into the county and vice versa, and they would integrate the populations. And bro, like I'm telling you, like we all fucking got along. There was no... It wasn't like, was there some cultural differences? Yeah, but that was the point. Like you learn real quick, like exactly. how to fucking work together and play together and win together and lose together and all that shit. And they ended that program, right? Like, and that was when I graduated high school, which was 1997. Now we have a situation where we have all these cops. Now who was born right then? Well, those people born in 97, how old are they now? The people who were born in 97? Yeah. When yeah, I, they're, the they're last year kids. of DSEG. Yeah, they're kids. How old are they? Like 25, 26. So they're just out of the college range of kids, right? Mm -hmm. So these kids all grew up isolated from each other. They all grew up with no interaction of different races. Okay. And now these motherfuckers think they're in the middle of the real civil rights movement. And they all have over no, again. Yeah. They have no awareness. Yeah. Yep. They have no awareness that like when I grew up, like we fucking all got along. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? I, yep. I didn't think of it. But back to my thing on the race thing, like, the reason that white people don't fucking say, you know, like, hey, uh, this, like, if this was Kim Gardner was white, the reason they won't defend her is because, bro, we don't think of it that way because it's not allowed. Right. Right. That's a whole nother conversation. And by the way, I don't think anybody should be deriving their value in life off of something that they were born with. Right. Like, dude, can you help? That's the thing because it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the scapegoat, right? Because if I can tie my value to something that I can't change, you know what I'm saying, rather than tying it to my actual skills that I can develop. It's a way to, it's a way to skirt responsibility. 100%. Yeah. You know, and then, and then that gets predicated on, right? That gets preyed on mm -hmm. by people who see that and take advantage of it, i.e., Kim Gardner or I.E. George Soros. Yeah. You feel like you want to talk about racism? That's it. Hold on. You want to talk about <laughs> racism? Like we're going to talk about what's what's real racism and what's not. OK, this kid from Florida loses his fucking scholarship because he raps the N word, which is in every motherfucking rap song. Right. In the history of fucking rap. 
Mm-hmm. I fucking bought every fucking rap album ever and sold mostly other all the white dudes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's majority customers. I mean, <laughs> all look right. At, look at the demographic. Okay. Sixty <laughs> percent. So you ruined this yeah. kid's fucking college career because he fucking rapped a, a, a lyric in a fucking song that that all the that the other culture gets to use freely as a term of endearment. Right. That's what you call your. Well, however, they see it. Yeah. But but if this side uses it, it's fucking you ruin your life. You can buy it. Okay, Just first don't, of, don't don't wrap it. First of all, that's wrong. Right. That's a hundred percent wrong, and everybody fucking knows it. And on this side, people won't say it because they're afraid. And on this side, there's a lot of people who use that against people. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. It should that's that that should be a if if no if if it's a if it's that bad of a word, not a single motherfucker should be using it. Mm-hmm. Period. I, I agree. Okay. I agree. But we have this scenario where this kid loses his fucking path in life, okay? Because he rapped a, he rapped a fucking lyric on fucking TikTok. Mm-hmm. All right? Ruin his life. Now you have this fucking lady who releases every single violent criminal for the last however many years. Yeah, she's been there for a minute. Six, okay. 17, 16, 17. Allowing the violence... And the crime, and by the way, they don't allow the, the, the when when the prosecuting attorneys don't prosecute the crime, police stop doing the job because they're not going to put themselves at risk to fucking try to arrest these violent, crazy people, knowing that they're just going to be released in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So you have this all comes from the prosecutor's office. And most people don't understand this. Right. This is why everybody's coming down on her right now, because it's her fucking fault. But here's the thing. People will call that kid from Florida a fucking racist for rapping a fucking rap lyric, bro. Mm-hmm. But won't call this. But won't yeah. fucking call this woman. Th- this is real racism. And this is, this is because she is beholden to a fucking old 94-year-old man who tells her, and just like her, they tell all the prosecuting attorneys that he has fucking given money to mm-hmm. to let crime run wild in these black areas of the country. And that's what they are. They're the urban areas. They're black communities. That's fucking racism, guys. You want to talk about institutionalized? Yes, that's <laughs> racism. That we ha- like, yeah. if we're going to talk about racism, let's talk about the real racism. Let's talk about fucking this dude who's 94 years old, who's rich as fuck, paying these prosecuting attorneys to intentionally keep our neighborhoods in our inner cities, which are primarily black, as as fucking chaotic as possible. And, and, and that's so. And then you ask yourself, so why would they want us to be in a state of chaos and fear? Twenty four. Why, why would they want that? Because we're easily controlled when we're there. Everybody is. It's not just black people. No, I'm though. just saying, like, like, it's, it's, like that's the that's the whole point. If, if, if we've learned anything the last fucking three years, yeah, it's that all these motherfuckers are easily manipulated. Yeah. Everybody, top to bottom. Yeah. And then that's the thing. It's like they can't. They can't. They, they can't tell you that they're going to solve a problem if there is no problem. So they have to create the fucking problem to, to sell you the idea that they're going to solve it. There you go. And That's, so it's just this, this, it's this constant fucking cycle. Dude, it's frustrating for me. And like, bro, I'm not saying, hey, speak for all black people, bro. Well, you know, I do sit on the board for all black <laughs> yeah, okay. people organizations. I know, I, know you're, you're, I know you're up there in the ranks. In the, in the NCAA. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit, dude. <laughs> If we told that fucking story. Yeah, right. Right. See, dude, here's the thing. 
We hear a lot of real shit that we don't talk about on the show to embarrass motherfuckers who claim to be certain ways that they actually aren't. Mm -hmm. And that what he just said, the end or the end double or what do you say? NCAA. NCAA. <laughs> that's a story we're going to tell one day. Yeah, one day, one day. Like, look, guys, like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I see it. Maybe I see it the wrong way. I don't fucking know. But I tell you this. Uh, you let me know in the comments what you guys think, because this conversation needs to happen. Mm hmm. Like I'm a I'm of the opinion that, you know, we we should all be judging each other of the content of our, content of our character. We we should be working together regardless of what our skin looks like. We should be working together for a better country. We should be taking care of each other. We we should be like just because you live in the county or you live in an area that's affluent, you should be taking an interest of what's happening in our inner cities because, bro, this shit is this is high manipulation. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. And that's the real, what this is, bro. That's the real racism. Absolutely. I'm just, I don't know, man. Maybe I don't see it right. I don't know. But like, I'm, I am fucking tired. And I mean this shit, dude. I am fucking sick and tired of the arguing and the, the finger pointing and the name calling and the race shit, the identity politics, motherfucker. We all fucking bleed red here. When China looks at America, they don't say there's black Americans, white Americans, uh, Asian Americans. They don't fuck. They say, oh, let's fuck, fuck those Americans. We're going to fucking get them. All of them. And we're all sitting over here being like, because we got like, because you're tanner than me. Mm -hmm. Like, let's dude, like, let's let's really fucking talk. Let's about break this. it down on a fundamental level. It's about literally. The color. Of the fucking, it means how much melanin you have in your fucking body, dude. Yeah. And we're arguing over here about all these different things. While these other people across the world all see us the same, but we can't see ourselves the same. Not to mention the other issues that are, are facing us, like, you know, how you can't pay to fill your grocery cart up or your car. Well, dude, this is all intentional. And this is where American people need to get smart. This is intentional. United we stand, divided we fall. This is intentional. They have us arguing over the dumbest shit possible. Like if you really take a step back, bro, are we, what are we really arguing over? We should all be fighting for the same shit, which is we shouldn't be taken advantage of by people with billions and billions and billions of dollars who are manipulating our system at every fucking contact point from top to bottom. Meaning our court system, our media, our politics, our fucking big business. And we, dude, we're so, we are so highly manipulated that people don't even realize that we're being manipulated. And like, dude, the American people, and it doesn't matter what fucking color you are, bro. Doesn't matter. We need to come together and say, dude, I am fucking tired of the shit. I'm tired of these elite fucks making life hard for all of us. Because that's what they do. That's what they do. While, while, while this girl who, who just lost her legs at 16 years old is trying to figure out how to fucking go on with her life, those motherfuckers in Washington who are all aligned with this motherfucker are having fucking their fancy lunches and shit, bro. Shaking their secret handshake. Like, how does that not fucking infuriate every single person out there? You have a and they want more of it. <clears throat> I just wish people could fucking see it, dude. 
the good news is, is I feel like more and more people are seeing it. They are. And you shit know, like this is happening. Like but, she's out. Like there's going to be, I'm, I am, I'm willing to bet you that this is just the first domino that falls. I, listen, bro, real talk. These people are treasonous. Yeah. They're acting in the, they're acting. Now I don't, I'm not a fucking legal scholar. Okay. But so maybe it's not treason. I don't know exactly what qualifies as treason. But dude, what they are doing is intentionally in the opposite of the interests of all of us as citizens. Mm -hmm. Whatever the fuck that is, that's what they're doing. And in my opinion, they shall be made an example of. For for 150 fucking years, you do not do this to people or this is what happens. It's fucking gross, dude. And I'm sick of it, dude. No. Like Eddie said, guys, let us know what you think down in the comments, man. And uh, you don't think you don't think that, you, you, bro. Re, now, now, dude, you you would know this much better than me. But remember when we went after uh, George Floyd and we went downtown, we mm-hmm. went to all the neighborhoods and shit. Yep, went to David Dorn's spot. Bro, yeah. those people want law and order in their fucking community. Oh, no doubt, no like, doubt. Like that's what people are missing. Like if you would fucking get out of your bubble and go talk to people in these communities, they're. Most of the people are good people who are pissed off at that there's no fucking arrest being made, that there's no fucking law and order. Like, they're mad. Mm-hmm. They want more. They want, they want, and by the way, they want the same thing that the counties get. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the crazy thing. And there's like people like this, like Kim Gardner or people like Corey Bush or people like Tashara Jones, right? They will come in and tell you and try to feed you this, that the solution is something that isn't even remotely close to actually solving the, the true issue. The, the, so, oh, well, the, no, they sell a story. The dude. solution is let's defund the police. No, the, defund, the, the problem is it's the police. The problem is that's not the fucking problem. No, they're, that's to facilitate <laughs> their mission. Yeah. They know that if they cause, see, bro, like this is what people got to understand. When those people do that shit to you and they come in and they say that kind of stuff in your communities, their goal is to create as much chaos and as much disorder as they possibly can because then they can blame that shit on the fucking system mm-hmm. or the, the, peop- the people, you know, the, the fu- whoever they want, the Republicans, right? right? Or the whatever, like. No named anybody. Yeah, fucking someone else. Right. It ain't me. But if there's no problem, yeah. because, dude, they don't have any else, anything else to run on. Exactly. That's their promise. Their promises will fix this shit. And when shit ain't fucked up, they can't run on anything. Right. And dude, this message has been believed for the last 50 years in this country. It's time to stop believing it. These people are the ones facilitating the issues. They're the ones making our cities unsafe. They're the ones making your neighborhoods unsafe. And it doesn't matter that they might have the same skin color as you, bro. These people don't give a fuck about you. They care about their own fucking bank account. And they've shown that time and time and time and time and time again. And we, we as Americans should be much smarter than that. And here's another thing, too. I really wish that the fucking, uh, the, the suburban communities would take more of an interest in what's going on in the inner cities because that's the attitude. The attitude is, well, fuck, dude, I just won't go in the city. It ain't out here. That's yeah. A, no, yeah. Bro, well, that's how it is. I can tell you that's how it is here. All right? Now, a lot of people here care about the city. There, there's a lot. But there's a lot of people that are also like, well, fuck, dude, you know what? I just won't go to the city anymore. And I, if, if around the country, the suburban areas would potentially actually give a fuck about the urban areas and really, like, care about what's going on there and care about solving the crime— 
then maybe it wouldn't be so easy for the Democrats to come in every fucking year and blame the shit on those people out there. Not, exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Well, and there, there's also another part of that, too, because what those people don't understand that are in those outlying communities, what they don't understand is, is evil spreads like cancer. And so once all of the, you know, all, all of the shit is, is done in the city, it's going to eventually start spreading into those communities. It's going to move. It, listen, it, it bro. You know, here, the point I'm <laughs> so making. So you might be safe now. DJ, the point I'm making is this. We have to stop seeing each other as fucking different. And we have to start seeing each other as fucking Americans. And you should give just as many fucks about the Americans that live in your urban area of your city as the ones that live in your fucking neighborhood out in the fucking country or wherever the fuck you live. That's my point. Yeah, yeah. If, if we all actually cared about each other, these people wouldn't be able to prey on us the way that they fucking do. And when I say us, I mean white people, black people, Asian people. I mean fucking us. When I say us, I mean us the people and they them the tyrants. Okay? I just use their fucking pronouns. That, 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 easy now, Andy. Easy. Right. <laughs> so that's how communism works, bro. It fucking soaks in a little at a time. They got Andy, y'all. Yeah. They got Andy. <laughs> Joe, delete that. <laughs> delete all that shit. Yeah. I mean, bro, look. That's real shit, man. Look, dude. And the thing is, is like when you, like, this is the thing. When you go in the city and you talk to people and have real conversations with motherfuckers, they all want the same shit. But they use these phones and they use the media and they use fucking all the propaganda to make us fucking think that we don't. Mm. They amplify certain shit. Bro. Yeah. It's, bro, it's coming. That's, it's, that's listen, it's, it's dude, coming. The unity of America is coming. It's coming. The, the unity of America is coming. Because I even see people who are, who are racist, okay? Now, people say, oh, well, they can't be racist if, if they're black. I disagree. You, if you judge people on the color of their skin, whether they're white, whether they're black, whether they're Asian, whether they're anything, you're, you're racist. fucking racist, mm -hmm. okay? Otherwise, regular people, like normal, well-adjusted people, we judge people on if they're good people or not. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Are you a piece of shit? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, did you hear what I was saying about that thing with the black community, though? Like, about like how how a lot of people in the black community will defend someone who's 100%, hurting them 100%. because they're also black like 100% dude you don't see that shit in other dude. you don't see that shit in other cultures dude and i don't understand what the fuck that is yeah i mean what is that i, I don't i don't know i know this man I, I know that we've had plenty of examples like the most recent being the Tyree Nichols situation down in Memphis and how we try to jump on that you know i've seen it when i was a police officer right you know somebody gets killed you go knocking on doors. Everybody's seeing shit. Nobody's saying shit, right? It's just like sense of we have to protect our own. Yeah, but bro, and, like, and no I, matter like, how bad yeah, our own yeah, are hurting. Bro, us. listen, dude. Like if my if my fucking relative is a fucking criminal and he's out there hurting people, like when he gets arrested or gets shot or killed or whatever, you know what I'm gonna say? <laughs> Shouldn't have been a piece of shit. Exactly. And so it confuses me that people defend this woman after what she's been doing. Mm-hmm. That's the point I'm trying to make. No, 100%. But I, like I said, I do see, I, I feel like, I wouldn't say it's completely inverted as far as like, you know, it used to be, it was all support, no opposition. Now there's a decent amount of opposition for it. Like now people are not, they're not holding on to her anymore. Well, bro, eventually people start to see the implications yeah. of what's actually happening. Well, you, you can't ignore it. Yeah. You can't ignore it. But, it. but it's costing people lives. Right. Right. Dude, that's a whole nother thing. Like, we've become so desensitized to people losing their lives, bro. Like, all these people in Chicago that, like, you read about, and, like, I even Every see, weekend, it's bro, fucking I 50, see memes 60, about 70 it. Like, I see, I see me, listen, dude, 
I see memes about it. Like people fucking making jokes about like all the, all the, uh, the people in, you know, Chicago has a wars. Like I see jokes about it, right? They're not racist jokes, but it's just jokes about how they're ignoring the crime. And like, dude, we're so desensitized to people lose. Like those people are to dead, life. dude. They're to not life. coming back. Yeah. Like their fucking lives are ruined. Their families' lives are ruined. Forever. Dude, we could do a lot better. We as Americans, all of us, we need to do better. And this shit that I just said about everybody fucking giving a fuck about the issues across the fucking town or whatever, that's real shit. Because these fucking evil fuckers like this, like this woman and her fucking financiers, they wouldn't be able to get any fucking traction with their lies if everybody took care of each other. But yeah, and, like, and, and here's the thing, too, that I know a lot of people are going to ask a question on. Like, okay, why, why aren't they seeing... Because it's not making national news, this Kim Gardner situation. And if you really think about it, like, it should be a headline that they would love to talk about, right? This black city prosecutor is getting removed by a white AG. It makes sense, right? But they can't do it because if they were to talk about that, that's going to uncover all, all of the bullshit that she's been doing. That's right. All the crime data. That, they, that can't, they, ain't, they ain't about to risk that. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I think, you know, if everybody would start to see each other as Americans, like I said, the thing about Jay-Z and P. Diddy, right? Mm -hmm. Like, instead of it being black excellence, why can't it be American excellence? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because there's Russian like if we started, If we stopped fucking seeing each other as different and started seeing each other the same way everybody else sees us, Things would change here for the better, like quick too. Very quick, yeah. So, one hundred percent. Well, guys, that was our first headline, man. Let's let's get on to headline number two. Uh, this is a good one for you. Headline number two reads: uh, Revealed, Georgia grand jury forewoman who said it would have been awesome oh to subpoena God. Trump is a witch who shares spells and magics. Wait, on shut up, dude. wacky Pinterest page. She's oh, real, real shit. Yeah, well. Did you fucking see this video? Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, I, I got them for you. Okay. <laughs> I got them. <laughs> so this is a Daily Mail article that reads, uh, the, the Georgia grand jury forewoman who laughed about bringing down the former president has a wacky Pinterest page with collections of pinned magic spells and all things witchy. Uh, Emily Kors, who's 30, I thought she was 13, um, has been on a bizarre media tour that is already causing headaches for prosecutors after she giggled during a televised interview with MSNBC uh, when she said she, quote, kind of wanted to subpoena Trump just to get the chance to swear him in. Uh, many, of course, social media accounts have been deleted, but her Pinterest page remains uh, with several collections of pins dedicated to Wicca and witchcraft. Fulton County DA Fannie Willis has been probing conduct related to the effort uh, by Trump and his allies to overturn the results of the 2020 elections. Uh, the former president called the ridiculous case a strictly political continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. No pun intended. Um, these are some of the things that you'll find on her Pinterest page. Spells and shit. Um, <laughs> spells and shit. Yeah, spells and shit. Paganism, right? Such a, such a great description. Well, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's spells and shit. White people shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yeah. They, she, now listen, she ain't putting no black magic on there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't no black magic. Yeah, yeah. This is this this is definitely uh, no seasoning. Yeah, and she better be careful with that wicker shit. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't sound bad. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but here's so here's the video. I wanted to show the MSNBC interview. Um, and this is this is the video here. Let's check this out. Wanting to hear from the former president, but 
honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. And so I what? thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in. I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, bro, that's not normal. Dude, listen, how can you watch this? <laughs> Do you plug that in the show? Like, when yes. people just watch that? Yep. Okay, how can you motherfuckers watch this video <laughs> and not believe that we're getting punked? <laughs> like, where? How the, where's Ashton Kutcher? This cannot be fucking real. Yeah. Like, this cannot be real, dude. This, is, this looks like a giddy high school girl that just got like the biggest lead in the the high school drama yearbook talking club. about yeah. yeah right 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 like dude what what well check this one out have you seen bro this, this has to be a fucking joke like dude yeah. this has to be a joke this, the more and more i watch all this shit happening in the world the more i'm like fuck dude these conspiracy fuckers out there and like, <laughs> like like this may very well really be a movie dude like I feel like Trump's going to come yeah, out and be popcorn. like, you motherfuckers miss me yet? Right. And like, you know, everybody's going to love it. Like, yeah, what man. the fuck? Have you seen this, this one? Can't, yes. Go ahead. Well, this is another video. This is on a, this is a CNN interview. Uh, here's this one. Is it, would you say when it comes to, there are, indi there are indictments recommended, of course. Is it yes. more than 12 people? Is it more than 20 people? I think if you look at the page numbers of the report, there's about, six pages in the middle that got cut out allow for spacing it's not a short list not a short list <laughs> more i mean <laughs> when it comes to seven <laughs> listen emily let me let you in on a secret you ain't supposed to be fucking talking <laughs> just shut the fuck up you're gonna fuck it all up she's gonna fuck it all up and that's what everybody's saying um all the legal experts bro they're blasting it they're like what the fuck is she doing so much so that even MSNBC, after interviewing her, wrote this article. Taken from a former prosecutor, Emily Kors' media tour is reckless. Why the blood pressure of Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis must be spiking. Um, and I love how they started out. It says, uh, quote, as an American citizen, I am gratified to hear that a Georgia special grand jury has recommended indictments against more than a dozen people for election fraud. But as a former prosecutor, I am mortified that a grand juror is talking about it publicly. She's completely going and subverting the legal process. She's not supposed to be doing all this shit. This media tour, crazy. Trump rips her, calls it a kangaroo court. Uh, yeah, it's just, like you said, dude, this seems like fucking high school yearbook club. I, I, don't, I don't really see how you could watch this and not feel like this was a fucking joke. Yeah. Well, she's like, going to throw the whole fucking case out because of her, her antics. This is fucking absurd. Look at, look at the difference between professional on the left and the right. Like, mm -hmm. it's like a grown woman talking to a, to a fucking child. Yeah. And they're like, this is. The, I didn't think she was 30. Listen, bro. I, I couldn't tell if she was 14 or she was 40. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't fucking tell. Like, she, this woman looks like simultaneously like she could be a teenager or 40. Right. <laughs> I've never seen anybody. I look, would believe anyone like, bro, I'm not picking on anybody's yeah. appearance. I fucking know what I look like, bro. Like, I'm just being real. <laughs> but like, this looks like a child. Her yeah. mannerisms, are, like, it's absurd, dude. And it's, it's, it's really, dude, it's an example of, of how absurd all this anti-Trump fucking witch hunt bullshit really is. A lot of you motherfuckers 
hate Trump because you never really realized what was actually happening. And what was happening is the entire fucking system was used and weaponized against this dude. Every little crack in his armor was amplified times a million because those people, the people who are causing all of this pain, all of this division, all of this frustration, all of this crime, all of this disruption, all of this fucking shit that America shouldn't be, these people used all of their weapons to make you fucking hate this dude. That's the real talk. They don't want us now look, to know the truth. Look, you may not like the way, he, like, he, like, dude, look, he's a smart ass. Mm-hmm. Okay, you may not like that. Cool. I, I like it because I'm a smart ass. Okay, but here's the thing. People didn't realize that how the entire system was basically aiming their weapons at this person. Now you have a chance right now to really think, like really think, why do you hate this dude? What is it that makes you hate this dude? You think it was the Russian shit? Dude, that's been debunked. You thought it was the Charlottesville shit? That's been debunked. Mm. If we could go down the list over and over and over again, all the shit that is fucking controversial about this guy outside of his own fucking mouth has been debunked. The reason they fucking make you guys hate him is the exact reason why his skill set is needed mm-hmm. because they are fucking terrified that he is going to collapse the system that literally, literally enslaves us. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, what does that mean? Because we're not fucking free here, bro. You don't understand that. We're not fucking free. And every day these people maintain power, less freedom we're going to have. All right? Now, I don't want to, I'm not arguing with all the black pill conspiracy fucks out there who are going to say, well, fucking Trump's part of the this or that or this or this. Bro, as far as I can tell, we need a fucking sledgehammer. These motherfuckers are terrified of this dude. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, why, why would they use all their weapons to destroy this person when everything continues to be debunked? Mm-hmm. And now, like, look at the clown show that's going on here. Joe Biden's over in fucking Ukraine giving him $500 million fucking dollars again, which they've given almost $100 billion, if I'm correct on that. Okay, your tax dollars. Donald Trump is in fucking uh, uh, what's it called? East Palestine, Palestine. Yeah. Palestine, Ohio, with his own fucking money. Oh, it's a PR stunt. What are you gonna do, bro? Well, where's like, Joe Biden's PR stunt? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, at least Joe Biden could do a PR stunt, right? Like, what are we like? You listen, bro. Your motherfuckers bought it hook, line, and sinker, and now we're in a desperate situation. Like, we could literally lose the country in terms of our freedom forever. Okay? And you want to know why they're escalating this war? They're escalating this war because they understand that one of the only ways that they're not going to get caught up in all of this happening is with mass destruction of the entire fucking earth, which they're prepared to do. So what does that mean for us? That means for all Americans, you guys should be anti-war and you should be demanding de-escalation of the fucking war that's, that these people are trying to start. Speaking of, Biden just sent 200 troops to Taiwan with more coming. So, I mean, yeah, I mean they're, they're, they're definitely pushing on that. Um, it's their only way to escape accountability, dude. You no. Know, this child needs to go somewhere. Um, but that was headline number two. Let's get, at, let's, let's get into the Palestine issue. Um, headline number three. Uh, headline number three reads, Trump visits East Palestine. Is it Palestine or Palestine? I've heard it pronounced both. I think it's Palestine. No, no, no. It's, it's, I think it's Palestine, Ohio. 
Yeah. I've heard it. I don't know. I'm black. I don't know. I'm just. Have you? I've heard. I haven't heard it. I've heard it both ways. I don't. Oh, yeah? I, I, yeah, I really don't. It doesn't. It's not like spelled like Stein to me, like Harvey Weinstein, right? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, headline number two, uh, three: Trump visits East Palestine, seeking to draw contrast with Biden. The former president has attacked the administration's handling of the train derailment, even as his own environmental policies while in office have been criticized. This is a uh, New York Times article, by the way. I should uh, preface that. Um, but yeah, saying uh, it was evocative for the former president's time in office at times. Um, meandering address punctuated by self-promotion his brand name Trump water as an undercurrent of grievance I fucking hate how they talk about it. like I, I can't stand these fucks but we got to include the article yeah but that's my point my point how they is try to paint it yes mm-hmm. oh bro they're, they're lost <clears throat> but yeah, it says uh but but as he visited the small Ohio town of East Palestine on Wednesday the former president Donald J Trump sought to hammer home a message just by showing up that his successor and the man he's seeking to replace, President Biden, had been ineffective in responding to a domestic crisis after a train derailed and spewed toxic chemicals earlier this month. Um, and then we all know that Pete Buttigieg, he followed Donald Trump. He uh, it took him about 20 days to get there. Um, and he's also taking some heat. Um, These motherfuckers sh- should have been there the next fucking day. Absolutely. Well, I mean, because, bro, if you think about it, that could have pushed the climate crisis. That could have pushed... All of that shit, but they can't. And I got some some later stuff, but um, here's a quick video. This is Pete, Pete Buttigieg <clears throat> running from a reporter. Um, I thought it was a pretty interesting um, uh, encounter. So so check this out. Oh shit. Oh shit. Run, run, run. Bolting. What a pussy. Well, first of all, what a pussy. It's not only that. You can tell how uncomfortable he is. He ain't there to solve no fucking problems, bro. He's standing off to the side next to his fucking camper. Just so he could say he was fucking there. Yeah. That motherfucker don't give two fucks about helping any of those people. I was there. Not only here's the part. This isn't about them just not wanting to help you. Mm-hmm. They they don't they fucking hate you. Mm-hmm. Understand that. They fucking hate you. Well, I also love they, this. Dude, that guy comes. Listen, dude, this dude is there and he's like, who are all these fucking peasants? Mm-hmm. That's what he's thinking in his head. You can see it on his fucking yeah. face. Yeah. It's like the when the Lord comes visit the small little peasant village. Yeah. And acts he's, like he's going to, you know. Look how uncomfortable he is being around just like regular people. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like our cities are burning. Crime's insane. And these motherfuckers that come in every two or three years, you keep voting for them, are up in Washington fucking at their fancy ass fucking restaurants having their fucking tea and crumpets. On your dime. Yeah. On your dime. And this motherfucker is annoyed that he has to go deal with something 
for real people. Yeah, right. He's not, not only is he annoyed, he's totally unequipped. Yeah. Now here's the funny dude, thing. Dude, a real man. fucking leader would be there and he'd be like, all right, show me what the fuck is going on. How can I help? Yeah. What do you guys need? Mm -hmm. What can we do? And not and 20 days later. And it, no, it would be, it would be in the first five minutes that he walked off the motherfucking wherever he came from, the, the, the car or the yeah. RV or whatever. So what's the counter to these, these narratives, right? You got the train development in Ohio. It's not the first one. There's a few uh, pretty big flips going on across the country right now. There's a lot of this stuff going on. I thought this was interesting. This is an MSNBC article. Uh, headline reads, it says, both parties are to blame for the train disaster in East Palestine. Well, who, who, who what parties? <laughs> both parties. What part? Political parties? Yeah, both parties. How? how? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, they say, but how did the train derail and why? For that, we need to go back to former President Donald Trump's administration, which in 2017 caved to lobbyists representing the billion-dollar railway companies and weakened Obama-era rules governing trains transporting hazardous materials. That's their explanation. Now so that's Trump's fault. So it's Trump's fault. But when Biden got in, if, if we all knew that... These, I would love to hear any of these people explain anything without mentioning Donald Trump. They can't do it. They can't do it. They got to pin the, the thing on him. And my question is, you know, bro, do you not... Do you guys remember what, a couple of months ago the the one trillion dollar infrastructure bill that was supposed to help fix all of this stuff. Yeah, except it wasn't about infrastructure at all. At all, you know. And 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 dude, they're not even done there because you know he went to East Palestine. You know he's on the ground giving fucking McDonald's and fucking waters and trying to help the people there. And this is an article that wants to come out. It says Trump's grip on the Republican base is slipping, even among his fans. Now, how the fuck can two things? The chair. It, like a circle cannot be square and circle at the same fucking time. Sure it can. Unless you're Donald Trump. No, <laughs> like, how no, the fuck does this work? The, the, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Men are women. Women are men. Mm -hmm. You could be anything you fucking want. Right. It doesn't, the shit doesn't matter. The one plus one can equal seven. And it's fucking, your answer, your truth is correct. It's racist and right. This is what we've been talking about. The demoralization mm -hmm. of society and the erosion of truth. And the erosion of reality, in fact, this is all communist shit. This come, bro, if you go read Karl Marx or you read Solinsky or you read anything on communism, Mao's Little Red Book, you read this shit. This is what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. And if you read 1984 by George Orwell, you'll fucking, it's like a manual for what the fuck is going on right now. Okay. They're eroding the meaning of anything real intentionally. Mm. Anything can be anything. So, so like that doesn't, this doesn't surprise me at all. Like, yeah. They could, you said a circle could be a square, a square could be a circle. It's a non-binary circle square. It could exactly. be whatever it fucking wants. That's what the fuck he means. That's so true. Bro, you laughing. I'm being no, serious. No, no, that's so true, man. That's so true. I'm being serious. Yeah. You see some of the shit they're teaching in math now? Mm. Like you could just have any, any answer you no. want. Bro, math has been around for fucking out. I'm not good at math, so I don't know how long it's been. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Me neither. I was going to totally guess. It's been around for a long fucking time. Exactly. All right? Longer than I've been alive. And it fucking works out for a reason, bro. They built some of the most amazing shit in the world. The strongest structures on the planet. They fucking rockets, airplanes, fucking weapons. Mm -hmm. Like, all this shit, all based on math. All of it. But now math can be whatever the fuck it wants. Yeah, it is. Two plus two is a duck. You're a winner if you come in last. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Bro, if they remove the meaning of anything, what they're actually trying to do, what the goal here is to make 
everybody in the world have no national identity or personal identity so they can be loyal to the fucking state or pride so yeah. anything yeah. any you nothing is anything except the state mm -hmm. and that's where they're working everybody to because they're going to be the ones to fix it 100 percent, right Shit's bro insane, people man. really see like dude in, in conservatives like this is another thing like you can motherfuckers call me a conservative i'm not a conservative dude first of all i'm common sense I might lean more conservative now because the fucking pendulum has shifted so far left. But the, at the end of the day, bro, I'm sort of a, a libertarian slash anti-communist. Mm -hmm. That's all. I'm just anti-communist. Well, that's what we need. All these people are like, oh, I'm a conservative. What are you what are you what are you conserving? What have you what have you conserved? What of the old what of the parts of America that are great? What which parts have you saved? Because if that's your goal, you've been doing a shitty fucking job. At this point, we need an offensive effort against communism. That's the truth. That's the truth. People are not understanding what the actual enemy is here in this country and globally. Like all of this shit we just dealt with with the pandemic, that's all fucking accelerated communist action. Fucking you got George, or what is his name? Klaus Schwab with the fucking bust of Lenin behind his fucking shoulder uh, while he's giving speeches to you guys. You got, like Because you don't know history, you don't understand what that means. You guys would do yourselves a favor, man, or go realize like what communism actually done to people and what it's done to humanity. It's killed more people. More communism has killed more people than fucking any other fucking thing in the earth combined. Natural disasters, wars, diseases, fucking diseases. Think All about of it. that. Yeah. Listen. There's some things I don't like about Donald Trump, too. Okay. I I wish it's it's things I like that I also don't like. Like, for example, I love that he's a smart ass, mm -hmm. but I hate that he's a smart ass, like, on, like when he should be a little bit more not a smart ass, because mm. he knows that. Yeah. Right? He can't help and it. And you're, no, dude, I was in, when I was in Mexico, I, our fucking cab driver, uh, we were talking, we got to talk politics, and he was, he fucking hates the president of Mexico. Yeah. And I go, I go, well, bro, we got one of the dumbest presidents in the world. He goes, and he starts laughing. He's like, ha, 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 dude, everybody knows that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was so, it was, so we started laughing. And I said, well, what'd you think of Trump? He said, well, Trump's business was great. Mm. He said, but he talks too much. Mm. It's the best description I've heard of Donald Trump ever. Yeah. Like, bro, you're totally capable of doing the job. Your fucking policies are amazing. Everybody's winning. In fact, I think you could be a little more aggressive on cutting out some of the taxes, right? Mm -hmm. We could make this real free, Donald. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's do that, mm -hmm. okay? But if we could just like stop, and I know why he does it. It's the same reason I do it. I say, yeah, he has to do his own arm, bro. Yes, because no one gives you. I think, and I think if that wasn't the case, then he would be a lot more likable. I agree. If he was not having. To I agree. So it's like time. this weird thing for me. Like yeah. I like, like I love it because it's funny. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. I hate it because I know it's, the, it's like it could be more unifying. But then I also understand why he has to do it because mm -hmm. they're unloading all the weapons on this dude. Yeah. And so he has, to, he has to defend himself, bro. These people fucking, are, they're willing to do anything to keep him out. And the biggest question that Americans should be asking is, why are they trying so hard to make you hate them? Mm -hmm. Why are they so afraid of him? Yeah. I think everybody should be asking themselves that question. Well, I think it's happening, dude. I mean, I think you're seeing like the, what they just said in that article. Yeah, I know Trump's creating some division along the DeSantis fault line, which is which is, you know, 
from what I understand about the situation, not know, I don't know. Now, I don't know. There could the, Trump's smart, dude. He's a lot smarter than me. He's twice my age. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, a dude twice your age has twice as much life experience. I would be totally ignorant to think that I'm as smart as that motherfucker. And so would any of you. Okay. So he's got great life experience. He's got great instinct. He's a great business guy. He sees shit that people don't see. So in my opinion, I think he must know something about DeSantis or have some sort of concern there that we don't know about. But and I know Trump's creating some division there. I, from the outside of what I know right now, it's totally unnecessary. Mm. Like, why the fuck are you doing that, dude? Like, or it could be like like a Jake Paul and fucking Tyron Woodley situation where it's like, you know, in front of the cameras, let's be. Well, that's, remember, I said that on yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've said where, where I think the strategy that makes most sense to me from the outside is we're going to create some, some controversy and then unify to create enough momentum to push us over the goal line. Yeah. That's good strategy. Yeah. And so like it's, it's you know, I don't know if that's what it is. Helps but, make some money too. Huh? Helps, helps make money. Well, it helps, and it will help with donations on yeah. the political, because like, dude, people are going to have a hard time donating politically this time if they think it's rigged. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to want to give away a million fucking dollars or $10 million for these political campaigns if they think you can't win. So they're going to have to create an exceptional amount of momentum. And I, 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 if it were me and I was him, I'd be working with DeSantis on that level. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But, but the reality is what I see, what I truly see and what I hear every day are a lot of people that really fucking didn't like Trump in my DMs and in my messages saying, man, you know what? Like, I'm starting to realize why they fucking what they did, why they did what they did to this dude. And like, that's actually man. making people really like him. Mm -hmm. And so now I think the scrutiny that the media is pushing on him has is now like because nobody trusts the media anymore. I think now the scrutiny that they are putting on him is backfiring mm -hmm. well, yeah know? bro because they, and like then they're, said, now they they're having to write these articles that say oh no his his grip is slipping uh that doesn't it doesn't feel that way no no outside of the people who are pro DeSantis, like dude you know the desantis people they love desantis i get it but when the primary comes out if it's trump they're voting for fucking trump mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying absolutely so like they can say whatever they want to say right now but we all know what they're going to do yeah so that I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of possibilities there. I'm speculating. Mm. Obviously, I don't have inside information to this. Yeah, this is all allegedly. Yeah. Well, guys, that was our third and final headline. It's time for our final segment of the show. As always, I wish Trump would get more aggressive. Really? Fuck yeah, dude. Like I wish Trump. I wish Trump would rake. You I mean wish, in policies like in? What? I wish Trump. Oh yes, not in his. Well, you, not, you did, not you did his, take a play out your book. Not in his shit talking. We know he listens to real AF. Oh yeah, because of uh, the 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 pay per view and very heavy handed fucking consequences for violent crime. Yeah, yeah. But he was saying that for drug dealers, wasn't he? No, he, he said it for violent. He was just, like the last latest statement was about violent violent crime. Oh, did he say pay per view? Mm -hmm. No, he didn't. I swear to God, did he really? Yeah, yeah. Real shit. We'll pull it up. That's my idea. That's what I'm saying. This is real AF. So I mean. You know, all right, well, maybe you might get your I'm, wish. I'm, I'm available to <laughs> donate my services to an, a certain advisory council. I'm just saying. I'm available. Yeah, it's a great idea. I can work that in. It's a great idea. Dude, that'll fix the shit. Yeah. Like, if we took violent criminals that were clearly fucking violent, that were fucking up the communities, and we brave-hearted them on fucking national TV for pay-per-view, 
I'm I'm being serious. Very far enough. You you think yeah. I'm being? I'm no, not I, fucking I know you're being yes. serious. I'm talking I, about <laughs> Indiana Jones and them, yeah. right? Cutting them and taking their fucking heart out right in front of their fucking face. Yeah. And like maybe have a guy take a bite out of it or something. Yeah. Like for a little extra sauce. If they're unvaccinated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If they're vaccinated, you can't. You don't want that shit. <laughs> but what I'm saying is. You, if you start doing some brutal shit like that to yeah. these people who are fucking career criminals that are fucking violent as fuck, ruining our streets, ruining our families, uh, raping women, all this crazy shit, bro, that shit would fucking stop. Yeah. It would stop. Bro, if you knew that like a dude with a fucking, you know, skull on his fucking head and horns coming out of it was going to fucking pull your heart out right in front of your face on fucking national television, bro, you wouldn't do the shit. Or at least you would think twice. You wouldn't do it. Yeah, here you go. Trump plans to bring back firing squads, group executions if he retakes White House. Yeah, he wants to expand the death penalty and expand the federal government's option for carrying now, out death But penalties. here's the problem. So, here, okay, what do you think of firing squads? I think it should be Braveheart. I think it should be Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. Okay. Okay? <laughs> That's what I think it should be. Yeah. It needs to be a fucking theater experience, bro, where people are like, He's even talking about the guillotine, bro. Dude, that would be working, but they would have to do some, uh, some what's that, squid game shit where like the head rolled down a slide and then trigger some other shit, like, right? What's that called? The, squid games. No, but what's that machine called? Like that thing? Like the doctor's office has it? I know what you're talking about. You're talking I, about shoots and ladders. No, 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 no. It's like the, I don't know. I don't know. Like an erector set? No, like the, the triggered machine thing where like, you know, the like. Yeah, but listen. You're yeah. fucking up my idea, bro. I'm sorry. I was just saying. All right, listen, the guillotine <laughs> comes down and this fucking pedophile's head rolls down the slide. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it triggers like this other pedophile to get released from the fucking, from the fucking cage. <laughs> <laughs> and like he can run down two paths and one path leads him to like an extra 30 days of life. Yeah. The other one leads right into a wood chipper. <laughs> hey, bro, you put this on pay-per-view. Yeah. All right? Uh -huh. And people subscribe to it. People will pay for it. Fuck, bro, this would generate billions of dollars every fucking month. Money goes to victims. Okay, money goes to victims. Yeah. And we would stop this bullshit. We would apparently our crime. fucking trains. We'd have the greatest fucking television show of all time, <laughs> and we'd be able to, you know, pay the family some money. Yeah. I fucks with it. I ain't fucking joking either. See, that's why I'll never be president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, man. Well, guys, that was a third and final headline. It's time for our final segment of the show. As always, we have thumbs up or dumb as fuck. That's where we show a headline. It'll get one of those two options. Bro, I think I'm onto something with this idea. I mean, hey, trademark that shit. What would you call it? <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, justice. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. We got to think of something catchy, though. All well, right. Thumbs up or dumb as fuck. So here we go. All right. Uh, headline reads. Factory sealed first generation iPhone sells for over $63,000. You got one of those still? You got the old schools? That's the one I still use, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. You know uh, me, I'm technology averse. I get it. I try to avoid the shit. I get it, man. So a first generation iPhone still unopened and plastic wrapped in the box was auctioned for more than $63,000. Louisiana-based LCG auction said the iPhone dating from 2007, fetched a high bid of $63,356.40 uh, before the auction closed on Sunday. Karen Green, the device's original owner, said she received it as a gift in 2007 and decided to leave it in the box because she had just gotten a new phone and didn't need to replace it. 
Green, who operates a tattoo shop in New Jersey, said she became interested in the value of the vintage phone when she heard about another unopened iPhone selling for $40,000. So Green took the phone on a 2019 treasure hunt segment for the television show uh, Doctor and the Diva and was told the phone would likely sell for about five grand. The estimate turned out to be quite an understatement when the phone, which originally retailed for $599, sold for $63,000. Green said the proceeds will be invested into her tattoo shop. Here's a picture of the original box. And we actually know somebody that actually has one of these, I believe. Like has an OG. Andy, you know that? Huh? No, Joe actually has the same thing. In the box. I do. So it's in the box, has the charger. Um, It's just not sealed. Yeah. So Uh, first operating system, too, never was updated. So weren't you? My wife's. So weren't, like at one point in your life, weren't you like a little hustler? Yeah. So how the fuck is it still unwrapped? How good? You weren't a very good hustler. Oh, it was my wife's. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Because <laughs> you would have figured I, I out. I sold mine. Where do you have figured out a way to put the cellophane back on? That's shit? what I'm saying. Take some fucking plastic yeah, wrap. We're gonna shrink wrap the fuck out that, that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Saran wrap. Yeah. Anyway, that's bro, a hell of a come up, bro. I, I'm, you know, like, dude. I admit, like, I remember the first time I got an iPhone, dude, or saw an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that. And I was like, holy shit, this is the coolest thing ever. I had no idea that it would start to ruin people's, people's lives. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that it would become such a thing yeah. that, like, it's, like, ruining mm. people's lives. Like, it's sad because, like, when I first saw the shit, it was, it, like, made me happy. You know, like, when I was first on social media and I saw people, like, kind of, like, from a different perspective like i thought that shit was cool dude yeah you know what i'm saying it's like we've crossed so far over the technology boundary of where it's healthy and productive and fun for us and a compliment to our life into this place where it's a it's our life like dude we need a correction in that and a lot of that has to do with the law too bro like these people shouldn't be able to listen to us or, or get our data or uh you know like regardless of what their terms and conditions that shit is fucking illegal dude like we we're not nobody nobody that uses these things reads six hundred pages of terms and conditions. Right. And for the last fucking over a decade, we've all been spied on. We've all been listened to, and it's incre- like once you realize it, it's incredibly like disturbing. Like it's it's uneasy. Like when you know that they are literally listening to you, and you know they are because like yeah. bro, how many times do you guys talk about something? And then see the fucking ad show up on your phone. Bro, they're listening to your shit. Okay? That's a real thing. Yeah. I think that's something that can actually be broken up in court, bro. Because, like, you know, those terms and conditions, like, they're part of, like, accepting a legal contract or, or conditions and terms is, like, understanding them. Right? And so just by clicking accept, like, like there needs to be We're massive, not even a valid listen, fucking, bro, like, there's not a valid contract. There needs to be massive deregulation and reform. Yeah. In a couple different areas of our economy. And technology is the first one. It's a big one. Big tech. Next you go to pharma. Yeah. Social media, big tech. Pharma. Cell phone companies and shit. Yeah. Okay. Then also big pharma. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, do you guys really think it's okay if these motherfuckers listen to everything you say? Or have all your data? Or have everything? Like, are you, do you, are you really okay with that? 
Because I don't, it doesn't make me feel very comfortable. It's not because I'm doing shit wrong. It's because it's not right. Like, don't, you know see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's just like all of this stuff came about in the late 90s, early 2000s, and everybody just adopted it without thinking like, where could this go? What could this create? What could it do? And none of the laws ever got passed because the companies that made the shit were the biggest in the world. So they just passed, paid these political contributions to never make the laws to regulate it. Right. And now we live in this fucking crazy fucking world, dude, where our voice is suppressed, our shit is censored, uh, we're, we're listened to, we're in a constant state of surveillance, and that's real shit, whether you understand it or not. A lot of you guys don't understand what Edward Snowden was trying to do. Snowden was trying to show Americans how deep the corruption goes via the Patriot Act after 9-11, where they actually used the technology that they told us was going to be used to prevent terrorism. They actually used that technology against our own citizens, and now everybody uses it to fucking sell bullshit. Like, that's how far out of line it is. So, like, dude, when I say I wish Trump would get more aggressive, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Like, we need to fix... I love technology, bro. I love, I love some of the shit that it's brought into our lives. It's been fun. Like when I look at this box and I say, fuck, dude, that was a, that was a fun time of technology. It's a big turn in our yeah. society, culture, yeah. humanity. That, at that point in time, it was improving. It was yeah. connecting. It's no longer being used like that. It's dividing. It's dividing. And it's, it's limiting. And it's sad. Yeah. And I, I wish people would wake up to it, man, because like, you know, it's, it's, it's going to ruin fucking humanity, dude, if it's not regulated in some sort of way because these people are not responsible in how they run the game. Yeah. They're, not eth- they're not holding themselves to a high standard of ethics. It's become all about money. It's become all about returns. It's become all about control. And, dude, that's not, that's not okay. Everybody needs to take a step back and ask ourselves, where are we going to be in 20 years? Where are your kids going to be? What's life going to be like for them? I, I don't even have kids, and I think like that. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm, part of me is glad. I'm like, fuck, okay, I'm 43 years old. I'm halfway through with the ride. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, at least I got to experience the cool shit. Yeah. You know, like I got to go outside and play fucking baseball with my homies uh, until the lights went on neighborhood. I went home. I got to ride mm-hmm. my bikes around. Nobody fucking off. You know, I, I wasn't connected for most of my life or half of my life. The You've first half, I wasn't connected to this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And now it's like, all I dream about is, you know, one day getting to a point where I'm not anymore. And like, that's, that's kind of fucked up. Like you really think about it, right? Like how many of you guys, like, let me know, like fucking how many of you guys feel the same way on this shit? Like you feel like technology is crossed the line and you feel like, you know, it's crossed the line into things that are, that are not good for us. You know, I, I don't know if I'm, maybe I'm just seeing it wrong, Yeah. you know, but I mean, fuck, that's what the comment section for on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Big. You know, so what do you give in this auction? Thumbs up. I, you know, I, I think, think it's a good deal. Hey, listen, I think it's kind of cool because I think there's certain things, you know, like that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a fucking two, it's a double-edged sword. There's some really cool things that come from technology, yeah. bro. I think, it, I think it's kind of a cool story. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, I wouldn't say it was dumb. I think it's, I think it's kind of cool, dude. Yeah. And it actually made me feel a little nostalgic. Like, I, I remember that. Like, I remember like the, the first, um, what, what do they call it? The iTunes, the, what are they fucking called? IPod, the, the iPods? iPod. Yeah. The first one, like it actually made the click noise, like the clicking noises, when, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it was, I don't know, it was fucking cool. And like, it's just. Did you have a sidekick growing up? 
I don't know what that is. The, the sidekick phone? You know the sidekick? I don't know. Bro, you know what I'm talking about. No, bro. I had a StarTac. I had, do you know what a fucking StarTac is? No. Okay. StarTac is the baddest shit you could ever fucking have. Oh, is that right? That's Sidekick? No, I never had one of those. That's for nerds. Pull, pull up, pull, <laughs> pull up my fucking StarTac. S-T-A-R- How the fuck do you even spell that? S-T-A-R-T-A-C. This is the shit right here. Right. You had one of these, bro? Oh, it's like a razor. Hold on. No, that's no, not a razor. Like a razor. Hold on. This thing? Yes. What the fuck is that? To the right of that. To the right. That's what it looks like opened up. What the so fuck bro, is listen. that? So when that phone came out, it, it's, it's like this big. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's real small. But every other phone was like this big. Yeah. Every other phone was like those, uh, like those bag phones or like those massive phones you see people in the 80s and You shit plug use. into the car and shit. Yeah. yeah. So like, dude, having a StarTac was like... You were the shit if you had a StarTac. No I had shit. one, bro. Yeah, what the that was before fuck? the Razor. The Razor. I must say, it looks like the Razor. The Razor was hot when it was hot, though. And yeah. when when the Razor was out, I never had a Razor. I had a Nokia. Mm. But the Razor, I had one of those Nokias with the the the. You could switch the face plates. You probably don't remember. You motherfuckers too young. You do. Yeah. Well, Keith is like he's like fifty. You know that, right? Yeah, but you look so young. I forget that. Yeah, he's like he's like uh, Emily Kors. Huh. <laughs> Oh, you can't full, tell. Full circle, baby. Just age ambiguous. Yeah, full circle, Jake. Yeah, age non-binary. Right, right. that's my new thing. <laughs> age Don't ask me my age. I'm non-binary. Age. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's what I roll with, bro. Mm. You don't know nothing about that shit, mm. bro. You weren't even you. You weren't even a. You weren't even a fucking figment of the universe, and I'm rolling around with these fucking star tacks, dude. What the fuck were you doing? You weren't even fucking existing. Probably not. And I'm out here fucking running shit with a StarTac. How's that make you feel? You want to know what my first phone was? Nope. Nope. No, I actually have a cool story about my first phone. Cricket phone? It was a cricket. This phone right here. I thought it was the baddest shit ever. It doesn't look too bad. So it's called the, the, it's a Samsung Vitality. So I bought this phone. uh, This was 2011. Is when I got my first cell phone. Yeah. And I got it because my mom told me, like, I wanted a cell phone. I'm in fucking high school. I'm in junior in high school, about to go on my senior year. And, uh, but she was like, I'm not buying you a phone. And I'm not paying for the month. So I spent that whole winter, I spent four months shoveling fucking snow. I saved up, like, I think, like, four or $500. Went to fucking Cricket, bought this, and then put the rest of the money to pay the bill for the next couple of months and came home. I'm like, hey, I got me a phone. She's like, I ain't fucking paying the bill. I'm like, no, I paid for it six months. She's like, well, you're going to have to figure this shit out after six months. And, uh, then my phone got cut off, but it's fine. You know? but, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was my first phone. So for six months, bro, you bro, were rocking. I, I was blinging. You, you were know what I'm saying? Yeah. Call, you call me after nine whenever you want to call me, baby. I got you. Yeah. Oh, bro, that's some funny shit. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. Maybe I'm seeing technology wrong, but I, I feel like we need to go back to the to, to a little. We need to correct. Take a course. couple of steps back. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. It just shouldn't be this constant state of surveillance and fucking cap like. Uh, predatory capitalism where everything we fucking be and say and do is commercialized. Like, it leaves no room for real life. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's coming from someone who's a fucking capitalist, Hmm. right? So, like, I can a little bit understand why some people hate capitalism, but the problem is they look at capitalism as, like, what I do and not realize, like, that these... It's what they do. Yeah, they fucking (laughs) march around with these motherfuckers and get, you know, every cause they... These motherfuckers are the fucking... 
bad guys, dude. Mm-hmm. It's unethical capitalism. Like when they when they sell you, and, and it's so weird because these are the people that will contribute to the messages that capitalism Say, is capitalism evil. Bad. Yes. <laughs> oh man, it's fucking weird, man. That's crazy. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed the show, Andy. That's all I got. Yeah, that's the show. Paid fee. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. <laughs> Are you trying to cue me through that? All right. I'm distracted. We sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch. Booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Does a no. Headshot. Case closed. Closed.